The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Melton today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. Look, has time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. Grab on He's going to score. He's going to score. Touchdown, Purdue. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable. And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz. Toss it downfield. Caught by Stubblefield. Goodbye. Tanner Stubblefield beat Dwight Ellick and waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. More in motion. They get it to him. More in space. A burst of speed. A place down for Purdue. He's still going. More. Touchback. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. Bailey the other way. Marcus Bailey. For episode two of the Boiler Breakdown, thanks for joining us. I'm back with my co-hosts, Evan Webb and Andrew Eiler. What's going on, guys? Not much, Tan. How you doing? Not much. I am doing great. It's finally game week. Finally. <laughs> Been waiting and waiting and waiting to get that bad taste of the Music City Bowl out of our mouths. <laughs> Game week is finally here, but it's not it's not a Saturday game. It's going to be a Friday night game, so we got to get ready for those Friday night lights, I guess you can say. West Coast Friday night lights. I think this is the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first Pacific time zone away game Purdue's played since 2009 at Oregon. Are they uh, Pacific or are they Mountain? They are Pacific. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping this game was going to be like – ESPN or something like primetime. Uh, CBS Sports Network. CBS Sports. Yeah. I think that's why it got flipped from a Saturday to a Friday game. Yeah. For that reason. Like 9.30 Friday night was going to be like ABC or ESPN or something. but <laughs> yeah. uh, Big uh, we'll, we'll get what we can take. Uh, I, I also got some notes <clears throat> here. I think this is our first Power 5 or non-Power 5 road trip since we started the year at Marshall in 2015. <laughs> Um, Let's not talk about that game. No, we also went to uh, Cincinnati in 2013. I was at that game. Rice in 2011. Uh, at Rice. It was the second game of the year. That's right. That's right. Uh, but the bad thing about those, all those games end up in losses. I don't I don't like that yeah. trend. Yeah. yeah. I think the team and coach a little different. Yeah, yeah. Danny Hope and uh, Daryl Hazel. Teams were a little differently coached, weren't they? Yeah. So, uh, but hopefully, the Boilers can uh, come out victorious Friday. Uh, let's get right into breaking down the game. What do you guys know about Nevada, if anything? Nevada. <laughs> eight games went to a bowl. Yes, they yeah. were eight and five last year, including their bowl win. They went five and three in the Mountain West. They're returning four starters on offense and four on defense which is the 112th in the nation and experienced ninth in the Midwest. So they're a pretty young team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do return both of their offensive tackles, but they lose, they lost their entire interior. 
So both wow. guards and center will be new, which is kind of always a worry for a team. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool. quarterback is retro freshman Carson Strong. He threw uh, one pass last year before getting redshirted. He did not play his whole senior year of high school due to an wow. injury. So he hasn't played really. This has been a meaningful uh, game, yeah, huh? In a long time. Um, of course, they had a senior um, – uh, Chris Christian Solano, but he broke his hand a few weeks ago in camp. He's out for the year, and then of course Malik Henry from Last Chance U from Independence Community College. I'm not sure if he got hurt or just straight out beat out by Carson Strong, but uh, from what I've seen, it sounds like he just got beat out. So Carson's I've, the guy. Yeah. So I did see. I was looking at their schedule. They did just kind of in relation to Purdue, they did lose to an opponent Purdue will face also this year. They lost to Vanderbilt last year by a score of 41 to 10. So, Yeah, we'll be breaking down the uh, Vanderbilt game next week because mm-hmm. that's Purdue's week two opponents. Um, but they they do have a really good running back. Um, Toa Tawa, yeah, that's his name. It's a really yeah. interesting name. He ran for 872 yards and six touchdowns last year. Um so it'll be interest, interesting to see. I'm sure he'll be featured a lot in their offense. On the defense side of the ball, they run a three-three-five defense. So that's interesting. A okay. little different, a little different yeah. than we're used to. So we'll have to see how Brom and company uh, scheme around that. But uh, and their yeah. coach, their coach, their coach by uh, Jay Norvell. Uh, he's 11 and 14 in two years at Nevada. He played at Iowa. His college yeah. ball. And I guess I read this on Black and Gold uh, yeah. Central that he was part of the coaching search when we were naming a replacement for Joe Tiller, the coach in waiting. He was one of the names being thrown around, if not interviewed, which is interesting. Interesting. So, little tie in. And this will wrap up the home and home with them from 2016. Uh, that was one of nine games Daryl Hazel actually won. And that's when Nevada was. Uh, oh boy! Nevada was coached by uh, Bill Polian's son at the time. I do remember that. Yep, right. I remember yep. that. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but that, that's about all I know on Nevada. I don't. I don't have too much Same. else. Yeah. I know. I know their basketball program is now going to be uh, taken over by Steve Alford. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So that would be interesting now that he's back in the Mountain West after spending some time out in uh, UCLA in the Pac-12, but. Uh, uh, that's a conversation for another day, I guess. So, uh, How good was Colorado State last year? I don't think they were very good. Okay, because they blew them out 49 to 10. Looking at their, their scores from last year, a lot of them were pretty – their other wins were pretty close, aside from they won at Hawaii 40 to 22, beat San Diego State 28-24, blew out Colorado State, beat or won at San Jose State 21-12. Um their first game of the year last year was against Portland State. They won 72 to 19. <laughs> um, they beat Oregon State. They did lose at Vanderbilt, at Toledo. It was a high scoring game, 63-44. Lost against Fresno State and Boise State at home and also at UNLV. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, you know, I remember seeing this game on the schedule a few years ago. I'm like, that, that'll be interesting come 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. Uh I'm glad the team's getting out there on Wednesday instead of Thursday like oh, yeah. they normally would for a road trip mm-hmm. to get used to the altitude because Reno's up there and the time difference and everything. So that'll be good. Um, I mean, what, what's your guys' expectations going into the game Friday? I know, you know, first game of the year, do you think we'll see some sloppiness? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of expected. I mean, just with how just 
on the offensive side, especially, it's just so young. Just seems like it's a lot of new starters, new inexperienced players outside of pretty much Sindelar and Rondell Moore, and then right. and Bryce and a couple guys. Yeah, a couple guys on the offensive line. It's going to be a lot of new, uh, new starters. Should be exciting, but yeah, it could be kind of a uh, a learning experience for the team, I think. But should be exciting. I'm hoping the sloppiness on the Austin side is kind of kept to a minimum just because we do have Sindelar under center and you know he's been there for seems like ever now. And I just hope that we're not seeing a game like we've seen in the past with him where he throws a couple picks. Um, I just hope we can kind of keep that to a minimum. I know it's first game of the year, but he's kind of to the point where he shouldn't really be doing that. And really, that was just mainly um, Northwestern last year, which was the right. first half of the season. Besides mm-hmm. that, I don't really th- remember him throwing, having issues with interceptions the year before. Not as bad, I should say. Right. But that's one thing Jeff Brom's been uh, saying a lot in practice lately is got to get better at decision-making. That kind of makes me mm-hmm. a little worried. Yeah. <laughs> but also, he's, I mean, he's a former quarterback himself. And I right. think he's, he's going to be overly critical. Oh, yeah. But we know Brom doesn't have a long leash. No, he does like not. No. Quarterbacks, so. But it'll be interesting to see how <coughs> that leash is a little bit longer just because of the inexperience we've got behind. At least in the last couple of years, we've had another yeah, starter. Another starter. Yeah, so you could you could afford to have the short leash, but now I'm not I sure how, how key does sound, throw Plummer in there. Sounds like Plummer's been doing well, though, so I'm sure Plummer yeah. gets some run, but uh, I think Sindelar, it's going to be his team, and unless he totally just comes out lost, yeah. I don't see that happening. Well, let's hope uh, Plummer gets some action Friday. Uh, let's hope we blow him out. That'd be nice. Well, I think I think it was Tom Dean Hart for Golden Black. I think he asked Brom if they would even consider just like starting Plummer first series of the second quarter, like just to give him some experience. Because I mean, Sindelar's definitely been injury prone, and last thing you want is for him to go down middle of Big Ten season when we're doing pretty well and have then all of a sudden have a a freshman there who's never played meaningful minutes. But we'll see. Yeah, in 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 the the Brom squad, I guess we could call them. Uh, <laughs> they did that a lot at Western Kentucky. Yes, they would they throw in another from, quarterback yeah, and, and, yeah. and 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 mix up. And if you remember, especially in 2017 with Blount Sindelar, we did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Like a guy would get a quarter or half a quarter. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. I wish yeah. you could just pick a guy and roll with them, but but I get it. I mean, a lot of teams have multiple quarterbacks that are really talented. Um, I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I'm worried about the offensive line. Like, very badly. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm terrified. Uh, I, I think I think the first game could be rough. I, I think there's there's some potential, and down the road they could, if they gel, it could be a fairly solid. But yeah, it's uh, a work in process, is what it sounds like. Yeah, right. um, it, I mean, um, when you got two yeah. off starters, Grant Hermans and uh, Mike Mc, McCann returning mm-hmm. them, McCann. you know, you know I'm. A lot of people don't realize when you get a new center, that's quite a transition. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Kirk Barron start for four years. Now Victor Beach's turn. That's 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 a big adjustment the quarterbacks have to make. Yeah, especially running the shotgun as much as Brom likes to do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not the easiest of snaps, and a couple bad ones of those can really change the game. Do you think we will see 20 rushing attempts out of Purdue Friday night? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I will say yes because I think Rondell Moore is going to get about five. <laughs> no, no, I yeah. thought that's a good call, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, with with uh, the loss of uh, Tario Fuller, I don't know if, if Alexander Horvath can take on 15 carries a game. No. And Keen DeRue's uh, true freshman, you know. So you really got to throw – I mean, he's got to get ready <clears throat> anyways, but really are we not going to let him, like, ease into it? I, I think – I think you'll see three, four guys get five. You can throw Anthony's name in there too. Yeah, exactly. There'll be Ant Moore will get some. Jared Sparks, I think, got some even occasionally last year. I mean, he'll get creative, get the playmakers the ball. Anderson, I know he's supposed to be pretty quick. But may not be the running backs getting all the carries, but there will be 20 rushes. I I think we see some option looks this year with Sparks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised, man. And hopefully, get to see some throw it with a three-three-five. I mean, I'm not uh, an offensive mind, but I feel like with a three-three-five, you're probably you've got some open holes there to run compared to like a three-four or a four-three, where you have a few, you know, one less defensive lineman or linebacker. So I feel like you know there should be some options there mm-hmm. for the plus. Dollar. Plus, hopefully, the fourth quarter, Purdue's just running the clock out, so, so. killing yeah. killing the clock. We can right. only hope. Yeah. We can only hope. But no, I, I think, in all honesty, I think we'll see some sloppiness early on. I mean, I mean, it's week one of college football. Mm-hmm. There's no preseason. You're finally playing against somebody. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes out a little sloppy. Um, it was but, uh, well, like offside penalties, holding yeah. penalties, a few of those. Yeah. And... Um, but uh, you know, I think Purdue's nine and a half favorites last time I checked. I think it might have it might have jumped up a little higher. No, ESPN. It is at ten currently. Yes. 10? Okay. So I mean. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk by any no, means, but no. it's definitely a game if Purdue wants to be seriously looked at as bowl contenders and not just six and six, talking seven, five, eight, and four, et cetera. You have to win this game, I think, by at yeah. least 10 points. Yeah. I would agree. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but overall, view, what are your guys' expectations for the season? What record would you feel good with? Um, you know, looking back and saying, "Hey, that was a pretty good season." They're taking the right step. I mean, would you guys take six and six? It would depend. Um, I, I my initial response is no, but given with you know the offensive line, we you know question marks. Um, we're fairly young defensively, if unless I'm returning nine defensive starters. Just kidding. Never mind being offense. I'm just well, saying. Very, very young, though. How many seniors? No, there's not a lot of seniors. Bailey and right. Neil are your two seniors. Maybe. Yeah. They're still young. It is and hold, and hold, I guess. Yeah. Hold, yeah. yeah. Um, it would depend on those six losses. Um, if I, you know, if we are six and six losing to Nevada and, oh, Telling you someone else. Vanderbilt. Yeah, if we're losing, if we're dropping those first. Maryland, games. Illinois. Yeah, if we're losing it, like if we're dropping no. two of the three no. first home games, um, I'd be a little disappointed. But I think in my head, I've, I've got, I think seven and five is pretty realistic for this team. Yeah, same. I think seven and five should be kind of the goal. I think six and six, I'd be okay just because I know it's year three takes a lot. There wasn't a whole lot there when Brom got there. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to take take a team and okay, it's now he's got three three technically recruiting classes of Brom, but it's 18, 19, 20 year old kids that are just mm-hmm. now. Some of them are developing to where they're kind of at the strength and conditioning level to be able to contribute. So I think one more year should be to see the bigger jump, but um, wouldn't be surprised. Seven. Yeah, I'm hoping for seven and five. Um... 
I really want to have six wins before that Indiana game. I don't want to be going into that Indiana game needing that win to make a bowl again. Um, but actually, when I was writing down, taking notes about uh, multiple Big Ten teams a day, I actually had Purdue going eight and four. I surprised really? myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe I was that's... on the fence because I have, um, in the first three games, I have us beating Nevada and then splitting Vandy and TCU. Um, Which one do they lose? I was going back and forth. At first, I had us losing to Vandy, um, but then I thought, you know, that's that's their first home game. They're opening the Tyler Trent student gate. It's actually Tyler Trent's birthday. It's hammering down cancer. It's like, we're not losing that game and losing the TCU, yeah. which but then I got TCU, and they lost to freaking Kansas last year. Yeah, like they were bad last people. year, but I think they'll rebound this year. I heard uh, Reese Davis saying that he thinks they're the team that's unranked that can crack the top ten this year. Yesterday on game day. Top 10? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, which um, I know Gary Patterson's a heck of a defensive mind coach. That's going to be a fun matchup, watching Brom against him um, mm-hmm. under the lights. Um, but that that's one game I was going back and forth, lost and win, and I actually gave Purdue a win. I, I have Purdue coming out the gates hot 4-0, which would be <laughs> – 4-0 at Penn State? That I mean – No, but Minnesota first. Yep. Minnesota. No, no, no. Yep. A 4 0 going to Minnesota, yep. going to Penn State. Yep. Yeah, going to Penn State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, going because that could yeah. be, I mean, <clears throat> maybe game day. Well, and Penn State, um, I don't know how they're ranked 15th. Um, it's Penn State. I mean, I mean, they're very athletic, but they're young. I mean, you lost Trace yeah. McSorley, he'd been there forever. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think they're a little overrated, but we have a one at Penn State since 2004. <laughs> So uh, that might have been the last time we beat Penn State, actually. Before the Wisconsin game, before the fumble. Yep. Uh. Yep. <laughs> so, but actually, yeah, I have Purdue going eight and four. I, I have them winning all their home games and, um, but losing all their Big Ten road games. So we got the schedules. Yes, yeah, so you had them. And the so Big Ten road games: Penn that'd State, be, Iowa, Northwestern, and very happy Wisconsin. PJ PJ Fleck. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a game we're going to win just because of what happened last year in terms of just mm-hmm. going up there and just laying an absolute egg. Mm-hmm. I feel like our, I think coaches are going to remind them yep. all week about that game and kind of punch them in his stupid Should mouth. be distracted by coaching rumors this time against the Minnesota. No. Hope not. <laughs> uh, week four. <laughs> <laughs> Hope not, yeah. Uh, that whole Big Ten West is going to be interesting this year. I was looking at schedules today. I just think – I don't think you're going to have a one-dominant team. I think you're going to have a lot of team, a lot of good teams beating up on each other, just like it kind of was last year, even though Northwestern won it by three games. Yeah. I'd like but to beat them again, really but yeah, I don't see it happening. I haven't beat them since 2010. It's been forever, yeah. I feel like. Um, shout out to Rob Henry for that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, but you you guys feel like uh, Purdue's got to win though Friday. I mean, yes, absolutely, yeah. Plus, uh, yeah, ten point. Well, they I think they'll cover. I think they're going to come out. I think saying twenty eight seventeen. Twenty eight seventeen. I was going to think they score more than that. I think I think it's going to be like I say like forty two. <laughs> I think the over under is like fifty five, fifty eight or something. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go thirty eight twenty. Yeah, okay. yeah, but we can pick up the other Big Ten games here in a bit if you guys want to. Sure. Um, uh, let's look those up. But I did 
come up with some true and false questions for you guys. No, okay. I know we texted this earlier, but is this like you're just asking us and we think yes is going to happen, or is this like an actual quiz? <laughs> it's, not a well, it's not an actual quiz. These <laughs> okay, are all, <laughs> could these happen this year? Okay. Questions. Um, uh, true or false? Elijah Sindelar will start all 12 games for Purdue this season. True. True, yeah. He finally stays healthy. Yeah, if it's not, then something. It's his team. Yeah. And then That's what I'm getting at. I mean, and he's going to then produce seven, eight wins, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, staying on Elijah Sindelar, uh, true or false, he will throw for 30 or more touchdowns this season. I know that's a high clip because if you go two, two a game, that's 24. But he's got that's a lot of weapons. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I say, and, and, and the running back's kind of a questionable. I say true. True. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like true because I feel like we're going to be throwing it so much. Plus, plus Rondell is just going to take, take it. I mean, it may be like a little dump off, but he's going to break tackles and score yeah. from anywhere. So, not go true. Otherwise, I'm feeling pessimistic. Speaking of Rondell Moore, you're going to talk myself into like Elijah Sindelar Heisman candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Siller. <Sarah>. Yeah. <laughs> you did that one. Uh, Rondell Moore will catch more touchdowns this year than he did last year. He caught 12 touchdowns last year. False. False, yeah. Too many more weapons. They're going to key on him and everybody else's yeah. options. I think we're going to spread it around a lot. I hope we do. Yeah, that's kind of probably answered this one, but uh, Rondell Moore will have more receiving yards this year than last year. Last year he had a record, a Big Ten record for a freshman, 1,258. I don't have to go false games. Again, it's going to be – I think we're going to spread the ball out a lot more this year. At least we're going to try to. And, and if he does, awesome. But yeah, I, I feel like we're going to try and – because I feel like he's going to open up for everybody else, but then when someone else like uh, Milton Wright or David Bell get hot, they'll just open it up again for him. Mm-hmm. Agree, false. I think I think he's going to be pretty – I think he's going to have to have trouble kind of repeating just because, I mean, I know everybody keyed on him last year. And you guess, I don't know. Now I'm talking to myself. No, Rondell Moore will return either a punt or a kick return for a touchdown this year. True. True, but I don't know if I want him back there at all. You have to put him back there, I think. I know, but he's too, I, he's too dynamic in space. Yeah, but then I think of some. I, I know, I know. Third string safety yeah. from Vanderbilt coming in and just absolutely just laying it on him and just ripping his knee off. And I want to cry about it. Uh, this one might be a reach, but this kind of is a shout out to Desmond Howard since he picked Rondell to win the Heisman <laughs> yesterday morning on College Game Day. Will Rondell be still. one of the three representatives in New York for the Heisman Trophy? Hey, hey, that was my question. Didn't I send that to you, Tim? I don't think you did. <laughs> I think so. They sent three. They they sent three. It used to be five, but they sent three. I'm going to go false. I just don't think we're going to have enough, as does Desmond put in, in after he said Rondell for Heisman, we're not going to have enough high-profile games. We're not going to have the wins, I don't think. Um, Unless Purdue goes, like, undefeated going into, like, November. Yeah, because I can very well see the top going three being. October. Th- yeah. There's a reason a wide receiver hasn't won in three decades. I think I mean, the three guys are going to be all quarterbacks. You're going to have Trevor, Tua, and Hurts. I think those are probably going to be your top three. I mean, from yeah. from maybe yeah. I mean, it's going to be things gonna Herbert. Be Herbert could be up there from oh, Oregon. Yeah. From Oregon, yeah. Um, if Justin Fields good at Ohio State, 
Shea Patterson yeah. in Michigan. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing guys out there. So, um, let's see what else we got here. Sticking on the offensive side of the ball, Keen Daru will lead Purdue in rushing yards this year. That's a good question because then we go back and forth about if Rondell's taking snaps back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hope. I would hope. It's, I hope Rondell does not lead the team in rushing. <laughs> he, he done well, could. I, I mean, if he gets like five carries a game and they lose <laughs> rushing, then he better be. It wouldn't surprise me to see him get five yards carry. sometimes. You know, I mean, I could see a game or two he gets 10 carries. I mean, on different reverses and stuff. I, I mean, maybe it's just different end arounds. We're going to find ways to get him the ball differently this year, I think. <clears throat> yeah. When does a, a – uh, this is just me just asking. When does like a, a reverse count as a run or pass? Like what has to be – because sometimes I feel like I've seen some where it's – It's pretty much if the ball goes forward, it's a pass. I mean, oh, yeah. if they do a little like two hand, like a little uh, shuffle, yeah. like a pass. Yeah. Uh, King Daru leading rushing yards. I mean, if if not him, who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, do you think Horvath? Horvath? I mean, Horvath? No, I feel. I mean, Tario. When is he going to come back? And if so, if it's midseason, does he rush for the most yards? No. Does Richie Worship come midseason rush for the most I don't yards? Come back at all? I don't I'm either. Sure. Does uh, uh, Hewitt? I, he's the one person I'm excited to see just because I feel like I, he mean, can, I think he's a good back out of the field, even for receiving. Um, King Daru, I'm gonna go true. Yeah, I'll go true. True. And it's got to be somebody. I mean, I hope. I mean, it'd be awesome if Rondell is because he's running for like 100 yards a game, yeah, <laughs> 100 yards a game. But uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's got to be one of the backs. And I think of the of the two, Daru is talented, and yeah, he's a fresh, true freshman. Hopefully, the the line can create some. Hold for him, and he can do something. But yeah, I'll go go with the true freshman. Bryson Hopkins will catch ten or more touchdowns this year. True, he's my guy this year. True, yeah. I think he leads Purdue in receiving touchdowns this yeah. year. I think he's gonna be a beast. I yeah. I really do. Um. All right, one more on offense. Uh, true or false? Milton Wright will lead the freshman four wide receivers in yards this year. True or false? Ooh, yards. So we got you say the force. We got Milton. We got David Bell. We got uh, Mershon Rice and TJ Sheffield. Sheffield. But the reason I say Milton is I think he'll start Friday. I think he will be the yeah. only one out, out of the gates to start. I'll say false because I think Bell is going to eventually take on and. I know they're both going to have great, but I, I just think I don't know. Go true, just oh. make a disagreement. I think we're going to throw deep with him a lot. Yeah, it seems like a big guy who can go up yeah. and get the ball. I think Bell's going to create a little bit more, kind of not not the same quite as Rondell, obviously, but I think he's going to be able to create a little bit more after the catch. Well, then Sheffield, I'm excited about because he had a good camp, but he plays slot. How many? You know how yeah. how many opportunities is he going to get? I don't know. I mean, if we go four wide. Or if you're running Rondell out of the backfield. Yeah. yeah. You can also throw Anthrop in there. Right. Sparks. This is exciting. I'm already getting excited. (laughs) And then Tanner's Tanner's got got Hopkins, too. Man. Amon Anderson. Tanner's just picked the 12 now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to convince myself. Not losing. And now you got Elijah Sindler, Heisman. Oh, man. And you got, you got, you got Elijah and Rondale at the Heisman ceremony. <laughs> 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 That's a big George in there, too. 
Speaking of Big George, true or false, he will lead Purdue in sacks this year. True. Cool. True. Yeah. Uh, no, false. I'm going to go false. I'm going to say Barnes. Switching from like line. Okay, I like that. I, was, I thought you were going to go Neil there after he gets back. I thought back. you were going to go Bailey. No, I'm going to go Barnes. I think him moving down from linebacker. Like Leo position. Uh, yeah, to the end, I think he's going to be very aggressive. I think it's going to be Barnes. I like that. No, I'm second guessing. I'm oh, Cornell Jones could be a uh, dark horse. Yeah. yeah. I've kind of forgot about him, to be honest. Um, Marcus Bailey will lead the team in tackles. False. I'm going to go Ben Holt. Oh. He did have like 115 at West Kentucky <laughs> last year. Yeah, I think he's going to just be all over the place. I'm going to stick with True. The captain. Well, he doesn't. He, uh, he wants to get fed dinner at home. If he, I mean, if not, you know, his dad's <laughs> going to rip him a new one. His mom might not feed him. Oh, that'd be terrifying. I, I, um, Nick, I love Nick Holt. He's he, on the sidelines. He is hilarious. I can't imagine what it would be like to go home to him after a bad game. <laughs> he would make me pee down my leg. Now I'm just a manager on that team. Oh, I, it was who's bad enough. Who's the coordinator when you were there for the defensive coordinator? Well, the first year was Gary Emanuel, and That's the right. second year was Tim Tibisar. Uh from the Star. yeah, yeah, that was wonderful. That's right, gave up like seventy points in the CFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can remember there think. with uh oh, and the office coordinator was good old Gary Nord. Oh, well, I, was, at least I was thinking it was Shoop for some reason. Nah, he was well. I was, did go through the spring with Hazel and Shoop. Yeah, he was there, but oh god. Um, <laughs> all right, what else do we do? I have down here. True or false? Purdue will beat a ranked team this year. So who's ranked currently? Play quite a few of them. Yeah, there's like six, right? Uh, off the top of my head, we play Nebraska's ranked, Northwestern's Penn ranked, Penn State's yeah. ranked, Wisconsin's ranked. Um, Minnesota's receiving votes. I say true because Purdue's going to beat Nebraska. And if, I guess if Nebraska, I don't know. Nebraska may not be ranked by November. Yeah, but like of ranked teams right now. <laughs> oh, true. Can, okay. Say true, Scott Frost getting too much hype year two. Jeff Brown, uh, yeah, I agree. Frost. Frost. Mm-hmm. Eat his lunch this year, Evan. What do you say about that? So I'm tired of the Scott Frost hype train. Oh yeah, I think everybody is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But you think you think Purdue will beat a team that's ranked right now? I didn't hear the question because my stream cut out, so I apologize on that. Oh, uh, oh um, you're good. It, uh. it was if Purdue will be a ranked team this year, and by ranked, I mean teams that are ranked right now. Ranked right now. So who is ranked right now? Pitt State, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern. Yeah, I'm sick with Iowa. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna beat Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's say uh, true or false. Purdue will go undefeated in Ross State Stadium. Well, if I, I want to. I guess you already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You already yeah. answered that earlier. I'm gonna say false. false. But... Yeah. I, It'd be really tough to do. I don't know. I mean, never seen them. Have, I'm trying the to. Games they got, yeah, Vanderbilt, TCU, Maryland, Illinois, Minnesota. IU, Minnesota. I miss Minnesota. Yeah, Nebraska, Illinois, Nebraska, IU. It's not that tough, actually. I mean, no. there's no Ohio State or like Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Mm. 
Wisconsin's on the road. Yeah. I think, I think, I think the last time Purdue went undefeated at home, I think, was the Rose Bowl year. I think. Hmm. Should be a good goal, but I think this team's going to be a little inconsistent, especially early, that they could have some. Yeah. Not slip ups, but just have some games that they miss opportunities. I think that's all of them on my list. You guys you are. The test. I was going to ask you guys. Besides Rondale Moore, and let's, it's, it's too easy on the offensive side. I was going to say, besides Rondale Moore, who are you most excited, or who's your player to watch on the offensive end? I mean, it's between. I mean, I'm excited for Bryson Hopkins, but I, I gotta say, yeah, no or David Bell. I gotta yeah. say, one of those two. I'm going Hopkins I'm, for me. I'm gonna say Sindelar because oh, yeah. it's been two years really since the Foster Farm Bowl, really when Sindelar got some serious play when Blau got hurt. Now it's his team. Hopefully, he's not looking over his shoulder for anybody. So I think he's gonna he's ready ready to go. I think Sindelar could be a have a, been for a big season. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a good one. I didn't even think about Elijah. I'm a big Elijah fan. <laughs> Who's your player to watch on defense besides George <clears throat> and Bailey? Because it's the obvious pick sometimes. Right, um, Eric Barnes. Yeah. Moving, moving positions down. I thought he was – I liked him a lot at linebacker, and I think he could just kind of be – kind of the beat. It kind of reminds me of like Tiller when um, they had all those guys, those guys who played end – on Purdue, like Ray Edwards, Sean Phillips, like, and then they moved on, and they just had were just great like rushers in the NFL. That's just kind of reminding me of like he's got moving guys down, the athletes down to the line, and they were just better athletics athletes than the offensive linemen that they were going up against. So they were able to kind of be dynamic rushers. I think Barnes could kind of fit that mold. There's quite a few guys I'm excited to see, but I'll go with Ben Holt. Um, and we're getting all conference guy from the Conference USA, and I don't think a lot of people realize how big of an impact he can make on Purdue's defense. Right. And this isn't a freshman we're throwing in there. This is a fifth-year senior. Mm-hmm. Um, but also some of the secondary guys, I mean, Kenneth Major, I want to see if he takes a big step this year. My, my guy to pick, I mean, he's probably going to start, but Jalen Graham, I'm really yeah. excited to see him. Jalen Graham, uh, Cam Allen back there. Um, there's a lot of guys. And I thought the dip chart was interesting the other day yeah. that Golden Black released. I should have got that up and ready to go, I and I did. It's not. It's not the official one, is it? No, it's the projected one. Yeah. Um, it's just by the Golden Black staff. But um, Let's we can go over that real quick if you pull it up. On the second page. It's a good problem to have when you have multiple guys you're looking forward to watching on the, <laughs> each side of the ball. A few years ago, it would have been like Raheem Mostert. That's it. <laughs> Might be buried now. There's so much happening. Yeah, it's a lot going on Nuckhead Central's game week. Game mm. week, basketball visits. Big Ten schedule. Big Ten schedule is on the freaking third page. <laughs> Here we go. I think. Yep, I got it. Read um, it off. Okay. From good old Tom Dean Hart. Uh, He's his, been a great addition. He has been. Um, your two starting receivers. Well, he's got listed first. He's actually got three starters. I'm assuming probably it's going 
outside in and then the other side on the outside. He's got Milton Wright, the freshman from Louisville, Rondale Moore, and then he's got Jared Sparks. J- Sparks was the one I was a little surprised. I'm not a surprise. Never mind. Zero touchdowns from Sparks last year. Yeah. Uh, but he had a few that were close, and that Missouri, was, Missouri was a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Really wouldn't have mattered. Drew Locke yeah. still would have scored um, on our defense. But. The guy behind Milton, yeah, he had Jackson Anthrop. Behind Moore, he had Ahmad Anderson, and then behind Sparks, he had David Bell. Interesting that TJ Sheffield doesn't crack the top six. Right, I thought, I thought maybe Jackson was going to be for Moore, and then Sheffield was going to be thrown in there somewhere. Um. Tight ends, you got Bryson Hopkins and then Darius Pittman, who's a junior, is his backup. Uh, left tackles, uh, starter Grant Hermans, backup Eric Miller, the redshirt freshman. Uh, starting left guard, Alex Criddle, the senior, backup the sophomore, Mark Strickford. Criddle was a defensive lineman, wasn't he, that they converted yes. over? Correct. That no, scares no. me. <laughs> uh, center, Victor Beach, starting. sophomore, uh, backup, also a sophomore, Sam Garvin. Right guard, you've got Matt McCann, the senior, with a backup of sophomore DJ Washington. And then here, the uh, right tackle starting redshirt freshman, Will Bramble, with Matt McCann as the backup. So McCann starts at one position as a backup at the other? Yes. That's, That's not good. Not good. Well, not good. I, I believe McCann has – he started at both guard and tackle in his he can, time. He, crew, can play, I believe. he can play both from what yeah. I've seen. Um, QB Elijah Sindelar, backup Jack Plummer, and then <clears throat> starting running back Xander Horvath, backup King DeRue, the freshman. Then on the defensive end, uh, your two ends are Derek Barnes, uh, who's a junior, and then uh, George Karloftis, the freshman. And then your backups are Kai Higgins, a senior, and Branson Dean, the redshirt freshman. Your two tackles are Jeff Marks, the sophomore, and uh, Anthony Watts, obviously that spot there is also reserved for Lorenzo Neal once he gets. He over. changed numbers this year. He changed from forty-four to eight. So if you see an eight on defense, it's Anthony Watts. That's awesome. Big old eight ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, your two starting, or sorry, your three linebackers: Marcus Bailey, Ben Holt, Jalen Alexander. Um, I forgot about Alexander. Yeah. Sophomore, mm-hmm. and then he will probably be the guy next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your backups are retro freshman Jack Smith, junior Cornell Jones, and retro freshman Elijah Ball, who's came to Purdue as a oh, defensive yeah. back, who's from Ben Davis in Indianapolis. Yep. Uh, your two safeties are Navon Mosley, the senior, and Brennan Thieneman, the junior. Good to see him back after that nasty injury yeah, in the Music City Bowl. And then your two backups are Corey Trice, the retro freshman. He's the guy with the long dreads that Brahm has always said. He's kind of the first guy off the bus yeah. his body. And then uh, freshman Jalen Graham is the other backup safety. And then your two starting corners are Kenneth Major, a sophomore, and uh, Diedrich Mackey, also a sophomore. So there are some young corners. And then Simeon Smiley, who's a junior, and Jordan Rucker, retro freshman, is your two backups. Yeah, like young defense a backfield, but if they can take the next step, that is awesome news for Purdue going forward. Absolutely. Yeah. So exciting stuff. Um, before we will get into breaking down Purdue's basketball schedule, because mm-hmm. Big Ten basketball schedule, because that was released this week, uh, let's predict some Big Ten football for Week One. 
Sounds good. We need to keep a running tally of this for the year. This should way. be this should be easy though. This, this should be easy this yeah, week, I would think. Week, I would yeah. think, but there's one or two matchups that. I mean, Ball State IU, look out <laughs> at Lucas uh, Oil in front of fifteen thousand yeah. people. <laughs> uh, Thursday night, we got South Dakota State at Minnesota. Wow. You got. I will say, South Dakota State is usually a FCS powerhouse. Carson Wentz went there. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's a body. Because like, nope, that's North Dakota State. Uh, I think. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Right. Never mind. Minnesota, large. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Minnesota wins that one easily. Uh, Michigan State opening again on a Friday. I think they do this every year. They host Tulsa. Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin opening up on the road down, uh, taking on Charlie Strong and his South Florida Bulls. I can see this one. I mean, I don't know how good South Florida is, but I can see this one being a potential. Uh, Taylor, Taylor's going to run all over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He yeah, should. Yeah. I'll go Wisconsin, but in a close one. Uh, Wisconsin about slipped up to, was it Utah State last year? Yeah. Or did they lose to Utah State last year? Um, I think they almost slipped up to them. But. I feel like it was an almost. Yeah. Uh, UMass at Rutgers. Oh, man. East Coast powerhouses. <laughs> uh, I looked at this one when, and I what I really want to pick you, man. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> a football team. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, they're just, they're nearly yeah. Division One. They're a Mac okay. school, I believe. They're Mac. Okay. I think they joined the Mac two years ago. Interesting. Yep. Notre Dame played them just a year or two ago. Imagine that. Uh, I think. Um, I think Rutgers gets this one. Yeah, I think Rutgers. Good. I really wanted to pick you. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. Uh, Rutgers isn't going to win too many games this year. Uh, we already went over Purdue-Nevada, of course. Uh, Lane Kiffin and his Florida Atlantic Owls traveled to uh, Ohio State uh, in the beginning of the Ryan Day era. I want them. I want Florida Atlantic. Oh, so badly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Ohio State wins this one. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is a Fox noon game, which Fox is trying to make a lot of their good games at noon this year instead of prime time. That's a new strategy they're trying mm-hmm. this year. See how it works. It'll be interesting. It's a bold strategy. <laughs> yep, yep. South Alabama at Nebraska. Can Nebraska start out 0 4 again? Well, uh, if they lose this one, Frost might be on the hot seat. <laughs> uh, the corn has yeah. Nebraska, Taylor Martinez. Nebraska rolls easy. Yeah. Howard at Maryland. I don't, know, I don't even know anything about Maryland. Maryland's, I think it'll be about 3 9 this year. <laughs> yeah. I seem to be really bad. They get one of their three wins. Yep. I agree. Akron at Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Akron team that beat Northwestern last year. I'm going to go Akron. Why not? I like it. Yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm, I'm going Illinois. Getting one of their few wins as much, here. As much as I want to hear the J Man complain about Illinois football, even oh, he he doesn't like Illinois football now. Even though, yeah, he claims that, but yeah. Uh, Powerhouse is here at Lucas Oil, uh, <laughs> Indiana, and Ball State. I said front of fifteen thousand people, probably. That might be generous. <laughs> chirp, chirp. We're going Ball State. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to upset some people. Yeah, I think Indiana gets it done. I think they've actually got some some decent weapons this year. As mad as it makes me to say, they, Indiana's got I think 
a lot more talent than they've had in a long time. They return a lot of starters on defense. I think they get this one done, but their schedule's pretty tough. Uh, they play Michigan and Ohio State in Bloomington. I mean, this, that place could be rocking. Yeah, so, they play Ohio State early this season. Yeah, so get their over over the stadium shot. Of, you have to take advantage. <laughs> have to take advantage. Yeah, I like IU. Unfortunately, in that yeah. one. Uh, Idaho at Penn State. Penn State, large. Yeah. Yeah, that one's gonna get ugly. Penn State. Here's the, here's the best Big Ten matchup of the week: a Northwestern at number twenty-five Stanford. Oh, that's a smart game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. North, I like Northwestern. I don't know. They've just been so solid. Yeah. And uh, oh, who's their quarterback? Is it the Hunter the, Johnson? Yeah, from Indiana. I will say Northwestern only returns like four starters on each side of the ball. Um, so they're going to be pretty inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I'm usually go, don't play uh, well at the start of the year. They play good mm-hmm. at the end of the year. I'll take a Stanford. This yeah, one. I'm going to go with the uh, alma mater of now retired Andrew Luck. Man, that still Stanford. sounds weird. <laughs> uh, we got two more games. Middle Tennessee at Michigan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, slaughter at the big house. That should be. But yeah, we talked about yeah. in the Appalachian State years ago, too. But, uh, yeah, I like Michigan to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miami, Ohio at Iowa. Hawkeyes. Yep. Big. Yep. Uh, Kinnick under the lights. Miami, Ohio is going to get smashed. It's a night game? Yeah. It's a Big Ten Network night game. Hmm. Or maybe Michigan was a Big Ten Network night game. I think they're both night games, actually. Um, yeah. I, I, I look for Northwestern to be the only Big Ten team to lose this week. But we'll report back next week with week one results. So, um, yeah, let's wrap up the show with talking some Big Ten hoops, some uh, the Big Ten release Purdue's schedule. And I know Webby's just <laughs> anxious to talk about this. So, take it away, Webby. January is going to be freaking brutal. <laughs> hey, we, we've thought that every year. And we've got through the brutal stretch pretty good the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, finally, we, I feel like, since the Big Ten has moved, which has only been what two or three years since they've started doing this, this a uh, couple December games, I feel like we've had a pretty tough stretch for the most part. Um, I know last year we played home against Maryland, which was right on time we were still struggling, pulled out that one, which is a, a good win, and then we got absolutely demolished at Michigan, which mm-hmm. still would have loved to play that Michigan team in February rather than December, the way we were playing last year. But this year, I feel like we get a little bit of a break. Um, Start out December 8th, a Sunday, home against Northwestern. They might be the worst team in the conference yeah, this year. Gonna they're going to be bad. bad. It's like if, if Collins, you know, didn't get them to the tournament a couple of years ago, he might already be looking on his yeah. way out, but he might have a lifetime exemption now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a week off, and then we go to Nebraska the following Sunday, which isn't – I mean, it's – I like getting them early. Um, I them early. Yeah, Fred Horbers, their new coach now. Yep. Um, I like getting them early, though. Yeah, I mean, it's compared to what we've had in the past where it's been at Maryland or home against Maryland who's been solid. We've been at Michigan. We've had – I can't remember who we had a couple of years ago. Um, I feel like we've, we've had some really tough early games. and We I played like, Mar- at Maryland and uh, Northwestern at home two years ago. That's right, yeah, because both games were nail biters mm-hmm. to the end. Um, I couldn't – my heart couldn't take Big Ten basketball in December <laughs> at that point. Um, but then we start up – we. Go through, uh, you know, we play Adam Ohio. It'll be a fun game. 
play Andrew's alma mater, the Butler Bulldogs in Indianapolis. Wrap up with some tough one. <laughs> I hate the crossroads class. I hate the crossroads. I wish we could like a few years ago. I wanted to get out of it. I was yelling at the TV, replace us with Evansville, IEPY, <laughs> Valpo. I don't care. Get us out of the dang thing, but yeah. at least we have one. I think this is a tough. We have a tough stretch to start by, in my opinion. We are home against Minnesota, which was a thorn in our side last That's year. probably a game without the students. Again, it's going to be – it's January 2nd. January 2nd, yeah. Then we're at Illinois, which – That's before. good if we can get them without their students, though. That changes yeah. the whole environment of that place. But Illinois should – should be a tourney team this year. Should. Yes. Should. Then we're at Michigan in uh, Juwan Howard's first tenure. January 9th, that's – Probably with students back. Yeah, that, it's probably close. Yeah, then we're home against Michigan State a Sunday. Oh, I love um, that. that. Students has- should be back for that one, I think. Twelfth. I mean, that's if not, so most of them will come back. I'd assume if oh, it's okay. well, it's a big game. Yeah, I'm looking at the front. If not, they- if, if you guys had a choice to go to the, you go to one. Michigan State at home, Indiana um, home. Which one do you go to? Because those are the two best ones to go to every year. Mm-hmm. Recently, it's been Michigan State. Because I think Michigan State's going to be – I mean, they're, they're going to be ranked top five start the year. They yeah. should be better than Indiana, but there's always something about that Indiana-Purdue game. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Purdue that, starts classes the very next day. so I They should be back. They'll be back, but is that going to be a student ticket game is the question. Oh. That's the question. It'll be packed regardless, but it'll be whether or not we've got the students there. Yeah. I hope they – have some sense and make that a student ticketed event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're at Maryland, kind of wrap up that. Restart. That's the tough stretch right there. Michigan, oh, Michigan oh, State, Maryland, three M's. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. At Illinois, at Michigan, home against Michigan State, at Maryland. That's um, a tough stretch. Back to back home game against Illinois and Wisconsin. I think we'll be done with Illinois quick. Yeah. At least we get uh, them twice this year. That We haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. Wisconsin, I'm not. Hundred percent sure on. It's at home, right? It's at home. I'm not worried about that one. I'm not worried about it, but it's, it's a Friday. It's actually it's a Friday game. We cool. don't go there. Do Which we? I'm not, I'm, I, I like going to the Cole Center now. We we play well there, <laughs> but yeah. Um. Then yeah, we're, February 18th we go to Wisconsin. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. Well, getting ahead of me. Um. Well, Tanner asked the question. Sorry. <laughs> uh. Then we're back to back at probably the two worst teams in the Big Ten at Rutgers at Northwestern. Um, we get both those teams twice. That's nice. Yep. yep. Then we're home against Iowa, which I like having them at home. Especially you no, know, if if Bohan doesn't play with his hip, yeah. they're a whole different team. Yeah, we go. We return to the trip at the end of, at the, end of Mar- at the beginning of March. But then we're at Indiana, which is like the first time we're playing at Bloomington for the first time in that uh, two game rivalry for the first time in a while. Uh, the year we won the Big Ten two years ago, we played them there, and then uh, our senior day was. I thought yep. we only beat them once that year. Now beat them twice. Uh, that was the uh, large game, wasn't it? Or was that the, uh, that was the year before? No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, because it was yeah. it was it was Brian on Swanigan. Yep. 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 Right. I stand corrected. But besides that, it's the first time like in years. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Then we are home against Penn State February 11th, which Penn State could be a. I'm we do not go there. Yeah. I'm That's bad. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then we're at Ohio State, which is always a tough place to play. That's on my birthday. I don't like that. Birthday. Watch party. Yep. Um, <laughs> then we're going to Wisconsin. <clears throat> uh, okay. Then we're 
playing Michigan at home. I like getting them twice. That's nice. It's on a Saturday, so it'll be a, a fun game. Mm-hmm. Then home against Indiana on a Thursday, February 27th. And then finishing up the Big Ten season with at Iowa and home against Rutgers. So I, I like that in stretch there. That should give Purdue momentum going into the Big Ten tournament, I would think. Yeah. Overall, I like the schedule. Um, January is going to be a, a monster. We thought the same thing. Uh, you said, Tanner, we thought the same thing last year, and we. <laughs> it's good. I'd rather get the monster schedule all the way early. Yeah. And then but, I mean, the Big Ten, you're always going to have tough stretches. Just you're right. Pretty much everybody's. Anybody can beat anybody on any night. That's so, I mean, you're going to have tough stretches. So. They haven't released times and uh, channels for those games, have they? Um, some, let me think here. Or, no, I was just curious. Nope. Um, I'm talking about the, the the only ones they have scheduled are the like first couple, non actually hardly any of the non-conference games. Just kidding. Except from the they have the cross. Oh, they don't have the crossroads game. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they have the VCU game. That's it. <laughs> Friday, November 29th, which is the- I forgot we even played yeah. them. Yeah, down in Florida. I knew um, Tennessee and Florida State were part of that. I forgot who we even played. So we played them at 9.30 on Good Friday. All right. So get your shopping done. Watch Black Black Friday. Friday. Black Friday. What did I say? Good Friday. Good that's, Friday. That's oh, April. My bad. It's late. <laughs> it is late. It is late, and our, mind are, our minds are on the wolf pack. At least mine is. <laughs> so, uh, Closing thoughts before we wrap this bad boy up? I am so excited for football. It's been yeah. I was excited last year, but I feel like this year, just because of the weapons we've started to get on offense, the defense, and how it's taking shape, I think our defense is going to be a lot more of uh, similar to 2017, where we didn't have to rely on the offense as much. You know, we had really good we had really good linebackers back there, um, so I'm really excited to see what we can do. I'm excited for just year three of Jeff Brown, just more more experience in his system and his playbook, his guys. I just think it's going to be another step forward. Just excited to see what happens. Yep. I'm excited to see the trick plays. I'm excited to see the newcomers. I'm excited to see uh, us air it out and put some points on people and uh, beat some teams we're not supposed to beat. Hopefully we don't lose any that we're supposed to supposed to beat. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be a fun podcast covering the season. Mm-hmm. Which team comes calling for Jeff Brown this year? Hmm. Maybe USC. That's what I was thinking, USC. But the okay. rumors are already circulating about Urban to USC for next year. So Shut up. Um, oh that's rumors. God. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping USC plays good this year so we don't have to worry about that. So, actually, you you want to be on, You want my honest answer? I'm not worried about college. I'm worried about the NFL. No. It seems a lot like the kind of Brad Stevens when I was at Butler where he – he turned down. He turned down UCLA, and I was at Butler when that happened. He turned down UCLA, and we're like, "Wow, we're in the clear." And then, like a week later, he accepted the Celtics, and I was like, "I never saw that coming." It was, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. hopefully, we don't have to worry about it at least for a few years. But NFL has me a little worried. I, I think Brom and Campbell from Iowa State are kind of the two intriguing young coaches for pro systems. But we'll see. I think he really likes it in West Lafayette. He proved that mm-hmm. by signing the big extension. And uh, and turning down his alma mater of Louisville. So well, if if we have to worry about that, that means it was another it was a good year, another yep. step forward. So that's a bonus pick: Louisville Notre Dame. <laughs> Wait, what? Louisville Notre Dame bonus pick. I forgot that one. Outside the Big Ten. 
Are they playing each other? Yeah, uh, Monday at uh, Louisville. An earthquake? I don't know anything about Notre Dame, so. Um, uh, Notre Dame's top ten. They should have a really yeah. good offense. Ian Book should no, be really no. good. Yeah, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame wins pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, Notre Dame. Unfortunately, going to suck again this year. Uh, they shouldn't be very good. Appalachian State's coach is now their coach, Sauterfield, I think is his mm-hmm. name. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I'm just excited to cover this uh, football season with you guys. It's gonna be a gonna be a fun ride. So, uh, yeah. so uh, boiler up, hammer down, and uh, beat the Wolfpack. Boiler up. <laughs>